Welcome to another episode of the Be Chic Podcast. My name is Brittany Ball and I am your host. In this podcast, I help millennial women intentionally manage their personal finances, strategically plan for career success, and leverage passions by monetizing them as a side hustle. Today's episode is a bit different since I'll be talking about something so personal and vulnerable. However, I hope it serves as a motivation and a prompt for self-reflection for you too. I'm briefly going to discuss some of my 2020 failures and lessons that I've learned. This episode topic was inspired by Sam Laura Brown of the Perfectionism Project. So with us starting the second month of the year, I wanted to remind you that we have goals that we set last month and not to let up the gas. So many new year resolutions start to fail in February, but do not give up. I hope that my reflection on 2020 will inspire you to find the good out of the bad from 2020 and refocus on flipping that in 2021. So let's get into it. The first thing that I considered a fail was my inconsistency with journaling. Now journaling played a big part in my mental health during the beginning of the pandemic. As we were navigating new territory, I had this coping mechanism to keep me grounded I also wanted to have a real and raw account of what I was thinking and going through at such a bizarre time. I wanted to look back on this time years from now and glean even then more lessons from my journaling. Towards the end of October, I actually stopped journaling daily. I don't quite remember why I let it happen, but it was a daily task that I just let slip away. I had just gotten my real estate license and my life was starting to shift. At that point, I was replacing a lot of old activities, hobbies, and even habits with new ones to support a new major aspect of my life. Unfortunately, the excitement and the fear of the unknown introduced a bit of stress too. This was something I already had thanks to the pandemic, but journaling used to help a lot with that stress. By this time though, I started to notice that my overall focus suffered and motivation to get through the workday without my journaling sessions. By the end of the year, I actually gained a greater appreciation for my journaling habit and felt myself wanting to journal more and more. Even though I dedicated a whole podcast episode to this topic, Journaling for Healing, your girl just couldn't get beyond the mental block. I can't deny that I'm still working on getting back to daily journaling even in early 2021. I'm at about two to three times a week, but I'm very comfortable in this new mental state and believe that when the time is right and I found my new daily routine, 
I'll be back to incorporating that. This failure actually taught me even the best routines with the best intentions and even being successful at it can still abruptly stop at any point and sometimes with no good reason. My reason was a huge shift in my lifestyle by incorporating a new job. Now, in 2021, my main goal is finding the most healthy balance between my jobs and personal tasks that not only keep me up to speed with all my responsibilities, but also my own health. Now, failure number two was maintaining a daily routine. I made it a goal at the beginning of 2020 to develop a morning routine. I thought it would be easy to do, especially when the work-from-home lifestyle hit. With not as many responsibilities outside of the house, I expected to live a pretty cookie-cutter life that I could control with my willpower, planner, and morning cup of tea. Well, I'm sure you can figure out the next part quite easily. That flew out the window probably as quickly as I made the plan. I even dedicated a Trello card to the full task, which I did talk about in a recent episode on goal tracking with Trello. And, you know, I truly felt prepared. Initially, I'm sure I attributed the results to poor planning and lack of motivation, but in actuality, I didn't have much structure. This was one area of my life that I couldn't seem to grasp a hold of while working from home and living an even more routine life and then also throwing that familiarity out of the window again when we moved to a new home. Having the rigid schedule of getting dressed in the morning by a certain time so that I could get on the road to drive to work and then working for a set amount of time just to come back home and take care of the house led me to be more organized. Now with less time on my hand that is spoken for, I'm less intentional with it. When I had less free time on my hand, I was more intentional with that time. Now that I have freedom over my workday, a more relaxed work environment, and more time thanks to the abandoned commute, which I'm not complaining about, I lack the discipline to keep my routine. Yep, I said it, and I admitted it. I don't have discipline. But I think admitting this is quite liberating, and I hope it is for you too. When it clicked for me that my slavery to the strict schedule, to the rigidness of the daily routine, was the only thing keeping me disciplined, it was actually time to reimagine my routine. So my focus for 2020, as I said, was finally to develop a good morning routine. And once the pandemic hit, it was centered around my spirituality, personal growth, and physical activity even more. All of these things are areas that I actually do well in because I crave for the betterment of myself in those areas and not out of discipline. 
And you hear that, especially in areas like physical activity from the experts, that it's the discipline, the routineness of it all that encourages you to be successful and consistent. I realized that wasn't the case for me. And I had to go on my own journey to figure out how to be successful. Each day, I actually slowly dragged myself out of bed, started my morning prayer later and later, and eventually cut out full personal development activities that followed so I wouldn't be late for work. I went from one month celebrating my daily Spanish lessons to avoiding the push notifications to log back into the app after weeks of inactivity. All of my structure, discipline, and motivation ran out. So I had to get back to a place of intention setting and optimizing my environment for those things to flow effortlessly. Setting an alarm and scheduling out a full-on routine sounds like a great idea to my type A mind. But in practice, I failed. And don't get me wrong, I didn't see myself as a failure at all. But I had the unique opportunity to dig to the root of my lack of success when my daily routine was totally different. Unfortunately, this podcast episode isn't like a neat little story that you may read. So I still don't have a clear idea of how to get back to my routine. And I'm still working out the kinks. I currently have daily reminders in my Google Calendar to never forget my morning routine. Whether I complete it or not, I am aware of the need to do it. This has been a good first step because when I go long enough without the task, I totally forget about it. So the very small phone reminder is enough to nudge me. My next small step is to complete the first two tasks at minimum, which is my daily prayer in any household morning task. You know, prayer, of course, is important to me. And if I do nothing else, centering my mind on a good prayer will set a positive mood for the rest of the day. My household tasks are simple things like taking out the trash, watering my plants, or washing dishes. These aren't consistent tasks every day, so it's less pressure to live up to that second task. I'm hoping that stacking small habits will make the difference. Shout out to James Clear for the tip. I've been following him since before his bestseller, Atomic Habits. But I am definitely a huge proponent of the idea that making 1% increases each day with your goals will lead to major growth over time as long as I'm consistent. So that's my strategy and I'm sticking to it. Failure two of missing the mark with my daily routine just helped me reframe the way I built my habits. So my last failure for today's episode is business related. I did not reach my goals for my sales in my Etsy shop for 2020. This was my second full year and I had hoped to make better sales compared to 2019. I think I was hard on myself because I didn't give myself a clear plan for success nor did I give myself grace for the other responsibilities I took on in the same year, like starting a whole new career. I like addressing this failure, though, because it sheds light on something we can all relate to. Even though I didn't reach my goal of making a sale each month, 
I actually went about four months with making absolutely no sales, I still made progress. I'm definitely guilty of being hard on myself and looking past the milestones like they didn't even happen. I had a really good year, making more than I did the previous year. And I did really well during the Christmas shopping period, breaking a ton of records for my shop. But I kept looking at the overall goal that I didn't make. It was something to be proud of and remembering that I couldn't get myself down from focusing on poor performing months. But since I've addressed the good and the bad from this year, I still wanted to zone in on some areas for improvement. I realized that I made a goal to earn from my Etsy shop selling the same products with little plan on improving them or adding new ones or variations and almost no other growth strategy. I had some small ideas in mind, but no concrete plan on growing. So I kind of had to kick myself in the gear when I remembered that it takes some sweat equity at minimum in order to see results. That being said, I still have to find a healthy balance between my Etsy shop, the other areas of Be Chic, and my real estate business before I can try to excel at all of them. So I'm currently in the early phases of working that out. I'm always striving for better work, 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 life balance. And yes, that's work three times because I have three distinct businesses or jobs to focus on, but I know I can do it all. But that's it for my failures of 2020 that I had to learn some hard and enlightening lessons from. I fell short with my daily journaling, my morning routine, and Etsy sales, but they all taught me valuable lessons in pivoting and developing new approaches to reach the same goals. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I actually benefited just from sharing some more vulnerable insight into my own life that I hope sheds light on your own struggles. We're never going to get life right 100% of the time, but we can always learn from each other's experiences. I look forward to incorporating more of these things into my future episodes. And as we talk more about smart money moves, running our side businesses and just being successful in our overall career I want you to remember that lessons that you learn throughout the process and that you hear me talk about that I've learned from are here to help us grow so you know what it is like share and download this episode if you're so inclined and I'll be back next week with this heat but until then peace